Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Cheyenne Hills at CheyenneHills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. Across the street and around the world, Cheyenne Hills. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our very first podcast. It's kind of cool, Kenny. Man, this is so exciting. I tell you what. <laughs> Can't even wait. And and to have have our own James Damey making that bumper that was that was pretty stinking cool. So good. That was awesome. So good. Well, and we can't forget behind the glass, Julie Fogg. <laughs> there she is. There she is waving. Why is she only using one finger to wave? I, I can't explain <laughs> it. I don't want to. <laughs> we're we're number one. <laughs> well, no, seriously, uh, we want to have these to be fun and light and encouraging, uplifting, and this is kind of a new. Maybe a new normal for us, Kenny, and yeah. it's been in the works for a long time. Tell us kind of what you've had a vision for this for a while. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think anytime we can interact with people uh, socially, it, it's it's going to be for our good. It's going to be for uh, the good of the community. I know Julie has really, uh, in the last few months especially, come out and said, hey, I, what do we got to do to get this going? And if you remember, there there was this discussion on staff about what would a podcast even look like. Yeah, it seems like and a crazy idea. How much would it cost? Right. And <laughs> well, and then they so they got this all this ordered and got mm-hmm. it coming, and no one really kind of paid attention. And all of a sudden, we really needed a way to connect <laughs> with the church. And what I come to find out is that there's a lot of churches that want these podcasts. And I guess the price is about doubled. And uh, the lady behind the glass is nodding. And so she's feeling pretty proud about herself, I think, because she's been pushing on this. And we are thankful. Yeah, she said she she told me earlier, you know, don't say that I'm prophetic, but But. if the shoe fits. (laughs) I can I can. That does actually sound like Julie. Yeah. And I quote. Right. All right. Well, anyway, so we're going to talk. And so we're using lots of different kind of venues. Podcast is going to be one of them. Yep. yep. Uh, Facebook Live. You know, that Facebook Live that was posted last week. um, Guys, we had. I think there's over 9,000 views of that or across yeah. or shares or something. It was big. And then, yeah, really and, big. and then I think what James was showing us yesterday is that the number of people online watching, and that was really encouraging Yeah, because really that's how we're going to have to roll going forward. Yeah. Well, it looks like that. I mean, we don't know what the end date of this is. Right. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff online, uh, virtually live streaming, uh, all of that stuff. But it was very encouraging to see those numbers. I, I don't have them in front of me, but I want to say that there was like uh, 483 people online that, online. Were, that were watching live stream. Live stream. And then um, on Facebook, there was there was offering three different times, and each one of those had 600, and then 700, and I think one was like 900, the 11 yeah. o'clock was 9. Yeah. So w- there, might be, there might be more people reached, actually, as a result of this than we even can imagine. Well, that that's what's exciting to me. I mean, you know, anytime you look at how the gospel was right. advanced. It seems like persecution or famine or disease. <laughs> like God uses everything. That's true. And, and that was so big. And that actually reminded me of the letter that you sent out. I, I think pretty much everyone got the, the email that had your letter. Right. But talk a little bit about that. Yeah, very good. I, you know, just for me personally, I, I was really struggling with, I'll just start with, uh, uh, you can weigh in on any of this if you agree or disagree. I don't, it's, it's fine. But, you're my boss. I'm no, only you got to agree. <laughs> no, you you have full <laughs> reign. But you know, I think when this first came out, I'll just speak for myself. I thought, you know, this is gonna, this is going to blow over. Right. No, no big deal. You know, maybe it's a little political and and all that. I was kind of yeah, I was there figuring that. And I, and I'm still. I don't have a real strong opinion about that right now. But 
but then when when we were under 250, we thought, well, you know, we have a unique opportunity here now because of the barn. Yeah. We can actually have regular church and barn church and scatter our crowd out to be under 250 and actually have social distancing, which we, by the way, in the studio audience, we do have social yep. distancing in this studio. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we're at least six feet at away. At least. I can't even reach you. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I couldn't even it's throw like something way over at there. you And then here. Julie behind the glass is completely safe. Yeah. 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 Very sanitary. <laughs> she actually has a little spray bottle in there, too. I think <laughs> she's afraid. Who knows what those knobs have stuff. <laughs> but anyway... Um, so then we got to thinking maybe we should try different different ideas and different ways to, to go about this. And I can't remember what I was even saying. Oh, you were talking about 250, the crowds of 250. The crowds. And we, we were able to do that and thought, man, we've got this aced and we'll, we're going to be able to do this for however long we need to. Right. Well, then Monday comes along and we hear the CDC some, comes out and says, no, it's got to under 50. <laughs> I know. And it's like, Whoa. Just joking. Yeah. It's got <laughs> it right. So, and then later, later that afternoon, I think yeah. Trump came out and said, uh, no, it needs to be, we need to keep our crowd sizes under 10 people. Yeah. Which is, makes it hard for you even to go home, doesn't it? <laughs> That's right. I know. <laughs> we we have to walk in and everybody's like, we you we need to, to know count. where everyone's at so we can socially distance ourselves. <laughs> no kidding, ourselves. that's got to yeah. be hard for your it's household. Tricky. Well, anyway. It's really tricky. But so, in, so in, in light of that, then we have to figure out some unique ways to communicate and stay connected with, with people. Yeah. And so, we, you know, and to give Julie credit, you know, the... Facebook Live and then this podcast, she and James have championed this idea um, or got us the tools and got us all set up. Mm-hmm. But um, I think to be able to stay connected, but then to see the response, that's what I, I'm kind of overwhelmed, quite frankly. Yeah. Well, when you say response, what do you, you mean online? Yeah, people online, online response. Yes. The yeah. number of people watching and viewing and, and clicking and, and answering back, you know, and the responses have been very encouraging. It's just been amazing. So we want this to be one of those. Well, as we go through this, um, I want to, I want to go kind of back to um, when we knew we were under 50 people. And I started to say, okay, we've heard from our, our leaders. We've heard from our president. And he said under 10. And I just personally, I was saying, Lord, I need to hear from you. And I needed to get out of town. Yesterday, Monday was a really nice day. Mary Kay and I like to go uh, snowshoeing over at Happy Jack. Have you ever gone over there? Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful. It's one spot. of Cindy's favorite places Seriously. in the world. Yeah, yep. no, it's a it's a wonderful time. Do you guys snowshoe? Nope, oh, I didn't know. And and uh, we've we've I done that a few. Big t- enough. You, so I just <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> tr- plod right through. That's what those big tracks were <laughs> over there. That no, was I, me. That was you. Okay. Um, was that your dog? Also, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, Bobby. I tried to leave him. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. But anyway, we had a great time, and on, on the way back, I guess I got a little bit nostalgic. I was just thinking, and, you know, I'm so thankful for MK. I'm so thankful for her, her companionship, and I actually verbalized it. I said, uh, I just really appreciate you hanging with me through ministry all these years, and, you know, this is an interesting time, a tough time, and, and I just told her how much I loved her, how much I appreciated her companionship. And then I got to thinking about the number of people that don't have companionship. And especially if you're going to be in lockdown, and I got to, my mind was going to that even, you know, what if, and we don't even know yet, right. what if we're in lockdown to where you're not even supposed to go outside of your home? You better really like the person that you're, you're in the home with. Yeah. And, and I could say, honestly, I could say, I like, love the person I'm locked down with. And yeah. so, but not everybody has that. You know, there's, there's singles, you know, you've counseled lots of people. I know I yeah. have trying to get that marriage together. And, and one of the things that I guess I was hoping that maybe, Maybe this would cause some of those even on the bubble, yeah. you know, those relationships to reconsider. You need each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, you did a Facebook live um, uh, just right when all of this came out. 
and it was it was probably one of the more hopeful moments that I had in all of this. And a part of that was even addressing this is a beautiful time for reconciliation. Yep. You're going to be spending a lot of time together. No if there is if there are any divisions in your home, yep. well, address that. I yep. I just I really appreciated that. And then that letter just kind of kept that same spirit of hunkering down together. Right. I think you even used that word hunker. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, the whole idea of this letter, it kind of came up. I you know I did this uh, uh, at staff meeting. I know I read Jeremiah 29, mm-hmm. and then it, one morning I went down and I. It was maybe a week or so later, and I was reading, just flipping through, and I saw Jeremiah 29, and I thought, what is that verse? And I started reading, oh, yeah, it's that one. And then I came across it again. I don't know if I read it or somebody actually was talking about it. And so the other day when I was on my, we were way on our way back to the truck to put up, put the dogs away and put our snowshoes and all that stuff away, and it just dawned on me, that, that word came back to me, that Jeremiah 29, and I just thought, I wonder if this is what God's God's saying to us that we may need to to listen to. And so let me let me read Jeremiah twenty nine four through seven. This is what it says: Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles who I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. I think it's interesting. He takes full credit for sending them to Babylon. Right, not just a bad situation. Yeah, God God takes credit. Yeah, he, he says I I'm one that's causing this. I'm not saying he's causing the corona, coronavirus virus. Sorry. But I do think he allows it. Yeah. I do think he knows. He's not sitting there going, oh, my gosh, I didn't know this was coming down the pike. Right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, then in verse 5, it says, Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat their produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons. Give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease. But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile. And pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare, you will find your welfare. Mm-hmm. Now, just to start with that last part, I, I just think it's fascinating. Not only go there, but to build houses and to have families mm-hmm. and to pray for the welfare of Babylon, Yeah, pagan people. Yeah, I mean, that, that wouldn't have been a, a message, I think, that would have been well-received, no. right? I mean, how many of... How many of them in those days were going, you know, deliver us, like yep. today? Yeah, exactly. Right well, in a commentary I was reading, that they said that, you know, the false teachers, the false mm-hmm. prophets were actually saying, hey, it's not going to last long. Right. You're going to be intense. You're going to be right back. And that's what really triggered me to think, you know, this, this coronavirus time frame may not just blow over quickly. Right. And we may need to figure out how to hunker down and trying to take these principles. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Just in case it is. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying thus saith the Lord. I don't know. I just know that this was in my heart, and this is typically how God speaks to my heart. It's got to be through his word in some kind of a principle in some way, and I can, I can identify with that principle and bring it to the today, and it's like, wow. Yeah. And I've had a few of those. Some of those are real clear, sometimes not so clear, but this one hit me in a real clear kind of way of saying um, these, are, these are unique times, and we need to, just like them, build homes, build into our homes, our spouses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in our build into our kids' lives, you know, and, and then finally seek the welfare of the, you know, seek the welfare of your community. Reach across the street somehow and, and help somebody in need. I, th- I feel like those are three things we could really camp on. That's really big. I, you know, I went to Sam's the other day and uh, there, there were a lot of empty shelves. There's still, there, at that time, anyways, there's still a lot of stuff on the shelves too. But I ran into a couple of workers and just talking to them and, and, uh, both the workers that I spoke to were saying, 
you know, people can be so rude. Like I um, don't have power to make toilet paper be on the shelves. I, right. I can't do that. And I just thought, what a practical way for us as we go into Sam's and Walmart and Albertsons and King Supers and wherever to, to just kind of love on these people who are serving and, and they're working through this process as well. No kidding. And having to deal with some, some pretty angry public probably. Well, yeah, yeah. And as, as things go well with them, it, it's going to be reflected in other areas that's too, a, right? That's a really good point. Yeah. No, I, th- I think this whole thing has been, there's a lot of people that have kind of gone, kind of gone nuts on, yeah. on some of these things. And, and I, and I do think, you know, we got to be prudent, but at the same time, we don't, we're never in, engaged, supposed to be engaged in panic. And I just don't see that anywhere in scripture that, okay, now is the time to freak out. <laughs> it just doesn't, right. it's not there. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, it's real easy to figure out what, what, what is inconvenient about this? What is even frustrating? Um, I, I keep going back in my, in my studies to First Thessalonians 5, uh, verse 16 through 18. It says, uh, Be joyful, always pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that issue of being thankful, yeah. and there, there are some things to be thankful about regarding this. No doubt there's difficult things. But there's also some stuff to be thankful about, and I, I don't know. That's just it's triggered something in my heart. I was on the I was on the phone this morning. We were we were supposed to do a Greece trip, and uh, doesn't I don't know. It doesn't look really good for us to to go to Greece in the last part of April. It's you know it's just right at the end of all the, yeah. the cutoff dates, and so there's everything's up in the air. And so we were talking to Fotis in Greece, and we're just saying you know what are some options, and he gave us some options and that thing. And uh, but before that, I just said. Said photos what and he's a pastor in Greece. Right, he's one of the. That's one of the ministries we just recently started supporting. Right, for around the world ministries. And when right. you were there, did you meet Fotis? I didn't meet Fotis. Okay, I, I knew Nick. Uh, okay, our uh, Anna Tanakis, but I didn't know Fotis. Fotis. So, and Fotis is in charge of this ministry, and they have a vision for reaching Greece, mm-hmm. and have done an amazing job. Yeah. It's it's really. Great guy. And so when I was over there last year, because I wanted to take this trip before everybody else got there, uh, Fotis had all the pastors together in Athens. It was really cool. Just classic old, you know, basement of an old church, you know. And they're all speaking Greek, and we ate Greek food. And, and there was a guy there that was kind of translating because he knew I was American, didn't understand things and all that. But, but Fotis, just to say what Fotis is, he's a, he's, a, he's a real important voice in Greece, and in particular mm-hmm. Athens. And, um, and people listen to him. Yeah. Powerful networker, as I understand. Yes, very powerful networker. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I was asking him, and and actually, right now, he said um, they would be praying at eight o'clock in the evening. So from from like eight to one, I think. So right, right, even right now, while we're doing this, um, they are praying, fasting, and praying for their country mm-hmm. for this coronavirus. They are pretty much in lockdown right now. They have yeah. not had services. They're trying to figure it out as well. But, so, but I asked him. I said, "So, Fotis, what do you think, God's?" What is what do you see in God's hand in, in all this? And yeah. and he said uh, very similar to what we're thinking. What I, what I talked to my mom this morning, you know, what she was thinking is that this is a time that we really believe that God is is challenging people to come back to Him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for us. That's one of the reasons for this podcast, even to to encourage people to get yeah. into His Word and to listen to God through His Word. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm I'm just thinking about the the prayers of our church at Cheyenne Hills and some of the things I, I know Julie has kind of had a heart for uh, this 5k and, and more specifically human trafficking awareness. Yep. 
You brought up an interesting point just before we started that I, I think you should verbalize. Well, okay. Sometimes I have thoughts that they, this is not that saith the Lord. I just want you to know that. But, it, you know, we have been, we've been praying for revival. We've been praying for, for God to move in this human trafficking because it's like, yeah. you know, we can do a certain amount, but it's like, this is, this is horrible. Right. Awareness you, is one thing. Ending it is something no different. No kidding. Yep. And, and, you know, there's a lot of our highway patrol and, um, Kevin Haller, you know, he came on and he was telling us about some of the things they're doing, how it's improving, all that, how they can ask better questions and, and, and they're being more effective, but still it's like, well, okay. So we've been praying to God and asking him to move. How else can you think of a way to put a blanket or if you will put a kibosh on Truman trafficking than a coronavirus? (laughs) I I mean, I have no idea if the numbers or anything, but just, just think of it. I would think that people would just like, yeah, um, this has got to be diminished some way. And it's like, I wonder, I, I'm not saying it is, but it just makes right. me wonder. When you said that, I, I just I just stood there for a minute and I'm like, you know, who knows the mind of God? Yeah. And and what a what an amazing thing that he could even use this right. to stop something that's so terrible. Right. And 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 just go back to even where you started, the, the whole idea that that God may be using this to drive families, drive marriages right. back together. Yeah. You need each other right now. Yeah. And well, for childcare, if nothing else. <laughs> right. I mean, we, we uh, let's see, not this Christmas, but the Christmas before, we had the whole series on presents. Right. And I remember just looking at my calendar and saying, okay, well, it's one thing to be, to be present in, in the moment, but my calendar, I'm super busy. My kids are super busy. My right. wife is super busy. Right. How, I, like, I don't even know how this is going to work. And it was like, uh, if, if, I keep thinking if I have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to understand, that maybe, at least in this way, God is using this for a time for our family to shut down some stuff and, yep. and just love on each other. Yep. I, I think that's the, that's the cue that I heard that from Fotis. I heard that from, you know, even my mom. And she was, she's like the Facebook queen. She goes through everything. She sends every, me everything that I need to hear. Do you, have, do you have anybody like that in your life? I have a few people. Okay, here. well, anyway, so my mom is that person in my life. But she was saying, you know, there's a lot of Facebook posts saying the very same thing. You know, just people saying, this is what some ideas. This is how we've kept our family together, what we're doing. And it's like, man, what a, what a cool post. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. No, that's really good. That's really good. Well, I don't know. Uh, and I'm not sure where we go from here, Galen, but we just take it one step at a time. Well, this huh? is our first time, first shot at this whole thing. You know what's kind of interesting about this that I, that I discovered just going through our first podcast? It's, you know, Pastors don't usually have a chance, a an, a an avenue or a venue to just share that, you know, that gut feeling stuff that you yeah. and I sit down. We sit down yeah. and it's like, here's what's on my heart. Yeah. I don't know if it's right or not. We never preach it. <laughs> right. But this is a little bit different venue. Everyone's getting a little chance to hear this is what's on my heart, and it seems a little bit safe so that we can kind of banter it around in here. Yeah, yeah, no, I really appreciate it. This is good. Thanks, Julie. And I, Julie had mentioned earlier that uh, our our graphic design guy Evan, who is also a big part of this as well. So yeah, yeah that's good job team. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, this is our first time at it, and we're gonna we're gonna try to wrap this one up. We're gonna have several more. We're gonna try to focus on things that matter, like like uh, marriage, like how to build into your kids, how to maybe reach across the street for a maybe in the medical world, somebody that has kids that you can keep their kids so they can go to work. They don't have to send them off to grandpa and grandma. God bless you all and stay of good courage. Making a difference wherever we are.
sharing the love that we have in our hearts, a family connecting and serving God. There is no one his love can touch across the street and around the Across the street and around 